coming up on today's experience. Devotional Diamonds of the Day, also known as DDDs, where my daily devotions become some of our spiritual reflections. Sound effects placed throughout the show which have nothing to do with life, but they do make us smile. The review of the Goofy News, which proves Jesus is coming back sooner than you think. In regards to the media, they make us cry. Life lessons for our faith that we could actually use probably won't if we sit on our blessed assurance. Humor that will force you to think, why does this guy have a radio show? Because we want more of God. That's why. Also, Bible trivia for fake and yet somehow real cool prizes, your phone calls, and more. David Spoon Experience, local, national, and heavenly talk. My name is David Spoon. I will be your host for the next 5,400,000 milliseconds. Get ready for one of the more bizarre experiences on live radio. Here is the key to the show. We don't know what we're doing. We have two cans and a string, but we don't know what we're doing. We have no idea what's going to happen, and we don't care. But for the next few minutes... I want to talk faith with you. So here we go. We're asking questions about living life as a Christian. That thingy. You know, besides the awesome sound effects on this show, what else makes you smile? That's the kind of question that we want to ask. Hey, if you've got an opinion, a comment, a thought, or a question, don't let it die of loneliness. That's sad. Just give us a call at 972-445-0770. That's 972-445-0770. Now, when you call 972-445-0770, you'll end up talking to Dynamite D. Hello, lucky person. You got the number right, because you are talking to kid a Dynamite. Talking of Dynamite D, that's like finding out your car is worth more than you thought. Even if it's not a lot, something more than you thought. That's hmm. nice. <laughs> that's a big a big hmm over there. I got it. Uh, the other thing you can do is text us. Yep, you can do that live during the show. 214-210-8483. Let's try that one again. 214-210-8483. Now the NPR voice. Two one four, two one zero, eight four, eight three. Cool. Also, you can send an email David at he must That's David at he must You got to include all five letters for the word David. Okay, D A V I D. David at he must Going to send you up to the website. Lots to tell you. Tons and tons and tons to tell you. First and foremost, don't forget about money because money is important. We hate to ask you, but we have to ask you. But we love to ask you because when you give sacrificially, the Lord blesses you. 
Okay? I just wish he would, uh, you know, give us so much money we never had to ask you to give it to us that you can give it somewhere else. That's just not the case. So money is important. You can do that directly on the website or get information from the website on how to get the funds to us by check or by credit card. Additionally, just so you can know, we need more ambassadors. How do I say this real quickly? More ambassadors. Okay, so we have brochures that we're working on. Roslyn, our very own Roslyn, has been creating a new brochure. So we have the old brochures. We got some new stuff that we've put together. We're going to have a kind of a variety. They're lots of fun. You don't have to give them out if you don't. Like, if you're not comfortable, don't do it. You just take them with you. If the opportunity is right and the Lord opens the door and you get the prompting of the Spirit, respond. If that doesn't happen, don't worry about it. There's nothing. Nobody's going to say, fill out this chart. How many, you know, how many did you give away this week? Why didn't you give away more? We're not... We're not doing that. There's a a lot of cool stuff there on the website. Plus, again, don't forget about the giving. Check out hemustincrease.org. Prayer request? Hemustincrease.org. Praise report? Hemustincrease.org. Looking to give to this ministry? Hemustincrease.org. Confused by what's happening right now? Hemustincrease.org. Hemustincrease.org. That's you know what that sound is? That's all of us wanting to take back the words that we spoke when you said something and you know you shouldn't have said it and you just wish you can suck it right back into your mouth. Spiritual. That's, That's a good one, huh? You like that? That's good. Uh, a couple things I got to tell you to be praying for. Don't of course, don't forget to be praying for your April buddies. Guess why? It's April. <laughs> this, this this would be See how this works? So it's April Buddies. It's April. You should be praying for April Buddies. I need you to be praying for my wife, Noel. Yesterday, we had to put Levi down. So that was not the funnest thing in the world, but, you know, it was the right times, the right process to do. He's been with us for like 12 and a half years. Fantastic, fantastic dog. Best of both of us in that dog. So we love him. He's a great guy. We're one of those people that believe that uh, if that's what it takes for your heaven to be heaven, okay, you got that right. So just so you know where our brain is at. But my wife needs a prayer. I only cried seven times because it wasn't, you know, you know, I've been through this so many times. But for her, this was really deep. So I just want you to cover my wife in prayer. Uh, that would be a cool thing. And then the last thing, I just want to pray real quickly for the audience and just bear with me on this one. I want to pray for courage because it seems to me like courage is slipping and i don't like that it's slipping in the church not that the church is going to fall apart stop thinking that jesus doesn't it's not like jesus goes oh i built my church i hope it lasts okay that's not how it's going okay and for everybody that does that stop that you just that means you have no confidence in the sovereignty of god we're going to pray though that we have an an encouragement or infusion of courage to stand firm in the faith and be immovable. I think that's just a good thing, so let's pray it. Father, we come before you right now. We thank you and praise you for the ecclesia, the people that you've called out, called to you in fellowship with you. And the world is attacking your church, and you know what's going on. You know how it's getting ridiculous in our own country, how 50 years ago is nothing like this, Lord. And now it's everywhere that you can think. And so we're just asking you not to remove us. We'll be removed in your perfect time. But in the meantime, give us absolutely, absolutely pure courage to stand firm in our faith and be immovable 
to our commitment to you. Sometimes, Lord, we just need a pat on the back, a touch from your Holy Spirit, a attaboy kind of attitude, a little bit of a, just a general encouragement, a, f- a furtherance of standing in the truth. We ask you to help all of us, myself included, every one of us, to have courage in our kingdom convictions. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Okay. All righty. So we got that rolling, and we got that rolling. So now let's get into the teach. Is there anything else? Probably not anything else I need to cover yet. So let's get into the teach part of the teaching. We are in 1 Timothy. We are in chapter 2. And I'm actually picking it back up uh, just as a runway approach from uh, about verse— three, but that's not the one we're going to be focusing. We're actually focusing on six, but just follow me as I move it along, okay? Actually, I'll pick it up from verse four. Who desires all men to be saved and to come to the knowledge of the truth, for there is one God and one mediator between God and men, the man, Christ Jesus, who gave himself as a ransom for all to be testified in due time, for which I was appointed a preacher and an apostle. I am speaking the truth in Christ and not lying, a teacher of the Gentiles in faith and in truth. So I want you to see this is a really important portion, and I already read that and you think, that doesn't seem very important. <laughs> don't, don't lie about stuff like that. Just go, that's important? Why is that? What is it? Jesus, said, Paul says, under the unction of the Holy Spirit, he gave himself a ransom for all to be testified in due time, for which I was appointed a preacher, an apostle, and a speaker, and speaking the truth in Christ and not lying, a teacher of the Gentiles in faith and truth. Jesus gave himself for all. Let's just let's just get this. There's no weird weird way to do it, no bizarre way, no contradiction, nothing like that. Just follow the bouncing ball. Jesus who gave himself a ransom for all. Jesus gave himself for all. That is how God showed his love to the world. You know, God showed his love to the world that he gave his one and only begotten son, that whosoever should believe in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. This is how God loved the world, by giving Jesus Christ as a gift. And Jesus is the ransom for how many? All. How many is all? All. Will it apply to all? No. But did he give it for all? Yes. So here we go. Here's the thing. Jesus is not accepting everyone's sin, but by providing a solution for sin through himself, he gives everybody the opportunity to respond. So what happens is people go, well, he gave himself a ransom for all, so everybody's getting saved. And it's like, no, no, that's not, that's not how that flies. That's cute, Orville, but that's not how that flies. How it goes is this way. God shows his love in giving a ransom for all, but people who don't acknowledge and surrender to it don't get it. You don't get to pick it at the end of your life after you've lived nothing but a sinful life just to enjoy it all and then, oh, in the last one second, I'm going to... You don't get that second. God won't give it to you. Sorry. Well, how do you know that's true? Because only God gives a person the heart to repent. Check it out with Esau in the book of Hebrews. Here's the bottom line. Not Jesus was not accepting everybody's sin. In fact, the woman who was caught in adultery, what did he say? He said, your sins are forgiven. Go and sin no more. How come nobody ever preaches that part of the text? 
Oh, she was forgiven. Yeah, and then Jesus said, don't do it again. <laughs> that part. Oh, yeah, that part, right? So here is what I want you to catch. Accepting everyone's sin, government, presidents, politicians, and ministers. Accepting everyone's sin by approving of it is demonic. Period. That is exactly what the devil wants people to do. And how demonic is it? The Church of England. It said the Church of England has been severed from the head of Christ because they no longer want to call out sin as sin. How absurd is this? It's so bizarre. If you're if you're a body of Christ, you're you're a, 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 a congregation of believers, and you won't acknowledge sin, what God calls sin. What sin, Dave? Anything contrary to God is sin. Period. What's God like? Read the book. He'll tell you. Tells you everything about him. And so watch this. Accepting everyone's sin is demonic in nature, just like the Church of England's been doing, severed from the head, which the head is, of course, Jesus Christ, or even the SPLC. The SPLC, what's that? The Southern Poverty Law Center, which I have asked them five times by email, please identify me as one of the terrible people in the country. They won't do it because they know... They know. I will use that. Of course I'll use that. What's the problem with that? That sounds such a good thing. Southern Poverty Law Center. It's deviant and demonic because they protect evil people, evil philosophies, and evil entities. They are contrary to the word of God. Period. They don't like it? Tough. They're going to have to face the challenge of God face-to-face. So Jesus redeemed everybody, but the redemption applies to those who surrender, acknowledge, repent, and move forward in God, not just because you get up and put your clothes on. Get that? Big, big difference. Just seems like such a small thing. It's enormous. I think we know that. All right, we'll take our break and then come back. You're listening to the David Spoon Experience right here on KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. Short break, we'll be back. Don't go anywhere. This KAAM radio show with your very own David Spoon is not a business, but a nonprofit ministry first and foremost committed to sharing the gospel of Jesus Christ and strategically equipping the saints. Our mission is to educate, encourage, and entertain Christian believers, the hurting, and those not yet believers who need biblical truths. To continue our radio ministry and message of truth, we need many of our faithful listeners to support us, as well as ministry partners who might wish to sponsor the He Must Increase ministry. By giving, you wonderfully facilitate our priorities of assertively teaching the Word of God, and you get nothing in return. No quid pro quo. Nothing but a receipt at the end of the year indicating you gave to us since your donation is 100% tax deductible. Remember that it says in Corinthians that whoever sows generously will also reap generously. Or in Proverbs where it teaches that a generous person will prosper. Whoever refreshes others will be refreshed. But if you cannot give, no problem. Continue to enjoy and learn and give however you see fit whenever you can. To support us, go to hemustincrease.org. That's hemustincrease.org. Such support is terribly appreciated, knowing it enables our beloved David Spoon to give to all of us his time, 
energy like so few can. Right here on KAAM. The David Spoon Experience. Teaching time. I don't know how we're going to do the breaks, Gabriel, so I'll just look at me. I'll let you know. I mean, this is the best I can tell you because I'm going to teach you something that I hope I, I – there's no way I can teach this. It's I can't teach the worth. I can't teach the value, but I'm going to do my best to share with you my heart in this process. As American people, as people who live in America, we have been granted the right to pursue happiness. And I want to make sure you understand what that this means. We have a preamble to the United States Declaration of Independence, and the preamble to the Declaration says, we hold these truths to be self-evident, that all men are created equal, that they are endowed by their creator with certain unalienable rights, and that among these are life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. Now, I do want to point out it does not say life, liberty, and the provisions of or for happiness. In other words, the rights that we have in the preamble is that we get to pursue happiness, not that it's provided for us by the government. So that's kind of an important point for people to recognize. It would be nice if they quit quit trying to quote our founding fathers and then say they're entitled to something because of that provision because it never says that. Welcome back to the David Spoon Experience. Thank you for joining us here at KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. That's KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. You might be going, Dave, you sound pretty good considering what you went through yesterday. It's like, that's what grace is, baby. That is what grace is. Here's your first trivia question. Not that I'm going to sound that good all the way. I have a feeling when I get to Phoenix, (laughs) it's going to be like... Don't talk to me. All right, anyway. <laughs> so here's your first thing. Uh, and then I got a, something I really got to tell you. It was so fantastic. But anyway, here's your first question. How much bread and fish did Jesus use to feed more than 5,000 people? Okay. How much bread and fish? How much bread? How much fish? Which, by the way, for 20 years, I keep getting, I got those mixed up. Uh, 972-445-0770 would be the number to call. 214-210-8483 would be the number to text. And then david at he must increase.org would be the email. Want to jump into our DNA? Because i got some extra stuff I want to cover. DNA, D stands for draw closer to the Lord. Daily. Daily. Every day. Every day. All right? And never be ashamed of Jesus or his words. Never, 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 never. I cannot say that enough. Never be ashamed of Jesus or his words. Never, never. And then A, always be ready to serve. To serve. You always stretch that (laughs) out for you so you can get off the phone. But the audience don't know that. Yeah, I'm just stretching it out so that D can put the call over there and then jump back on the mic. That's right. You got to be ready to serve. OPM, other people matter. It is not just your universe. I know it feels that way, and it seems that way, but that's part of the problem. We need to have an expansiveness in our thinking and in our awareness and bless other people in the process, okay? Somebody is ready to answer the trivia question, and we will do that first, so let's send them on through. Knock, knock. This is David. Who am I talking to? Knock, knock. Hi, this is Brother Don. Hi, Brother Don. How are you? Well, I'm doing great. 
<laughs> when I heard that question, first thing I thought of was the uh, chosen. <laughs> ah, good job there. All right, so then I'm well, going to give you the you know, chance. How much bread sell, and how many fish? They sell a wonderful uh, T-shirt that has the two fish and five loaves. Uh, and that's that's exactly the answer. Two fish and five loaves. I mean, you can't you can't really make the right sandwich when you've got five fish and two loaves. It's a lot of fish in between there. I think. No, I'm just, just saying. <laughs> that'd be a lot of meat. That'd be a grande sandwich kind of thing going on there. So excellent, though, that you even had that referral and that the chosen helped you well, to kind I mean, of pick I that knew up. It. But you know, I was you know I've. I've been waiting for the chosen to add on some more stuff, but I was reviewing it last night, some other uh, sessions, and I just really have enjoyed it. Uh, there's some, there's some differences maybe, but you know, who knows? Well, I think the thing is, I think is whenever you're watching a series, instead of just trying to rip it to shreds, which is what everybody tends to do, pull out of it what's something that, that's in there that can help you or bless you or strengthen you towards the Lord. Not every ministry, every church, every every element you jump into is going to be perfect except for God himself. He alone Amen, is perfect. Brother. So anything that you touch, if it helps you draw closer, the Lord will give you the distinctions you need. Just make sure you keep the center focus on the center, and that's the key. That's right, brother. Right? Thank you. Yeah, absolutely, brother. Don't forget when you're done with all cookies throughout all of Easter, and there's 500 of them left over, we have a little cookie bag right here at the station that you can drop them off at. Okay? I'm just letting hey, you know. I'll tell you what. I think I have made enough Easter cookies. Oh, God. God bless you, brother. You That's remember, so huh? Yeah, of course. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Eric's like, tell, tell, you know, tell Brother Don we're expecting some cookies. <laughs> Uh, that's okay. what happens on our I, show. I need to get your, I'm going to call and get your address. <laughs> going to surprise you one of these days real soon. You're so great. Love you, brother. Love you, too. Bye-bye. God bless. You, too. Bye-bye. All right. Let's see. This is what the show is, okay? Now, I got this other teach. I can do it really fast, but I've got this other thing that I want to share. So you sit and say, well, you know, we want to hear the teaching. Well, first of all, I, I want to share the teaching. Don't get the wrong idea. This thing about Paul being a preacher and so on and so forth. I'll read it, but then I'll do the other thing just so, so that we can you have that going. The thing we're going to work on next time we get to this text is verse 7, for which I was appointed a preacher, an apostle, a speaker of the truth in Christ. Uh, I'm speaking the truth in Christ and not lying. A teacher of the Gentiles in faith and truth. That whole thing is going into the word appointed, which is super important because it's a word called tithemi. Tithemi. And so it's it's an appointment. We've talked about appointment. It's appointing a man who wants to die. I think it's interesting that Paul says, but first he's a preacher and then an apostle and then a teacher. And I just, I find, I don't know that there's anything in particular that I find it interesting that he, he comes off that little you know, roll right there and goes, uh, you blame me, a preacher. It's like, that's the first thing. It's like, well, he's, he's kind of leading in that way. He's a preacher, an apostle, and a teacher. God made Paul these things and placed him in these things. God has a placement for you and I, and it's often not one thing and only one time. That's why you kind of got to go with the flow. The Lord might have you do something here, something here, something here. I was a pastor of a church now. I'm doing a radio show. Hey, that's how it goes. 
the Lord does what he does, and you just go along. So Paul was a preacher, and then he's an apostle, and then he's a teacher. And it's like, okay, got it. And he probably does all three in some capacity, just like I on this show, do a little bit of teaching, a little bit of preaching, a little bit of pastoring. It's the exact same thing. All right, now, now, I've done that, and I did get that in, so that was good. I want to talk to you about a letter that I received from a most wonderful lady named Sally Kirkwood. Okay, and here's what I'm going to ask everybody who's listening in the audience right now. You have April buddies. I want you praying for Sally. Sally's 91 years old. When she writes, her hand trembles, so it's hard to, to read it. She uh, doesn't have a, a cell phone. She doesn't have a computer. She listens to the radio. Uh, she wants me to write her back, so I'm doing this segment because I hate writing, but I don't mind telling her how much I appreciate her letter. She wrote this wonderful, wonderful letter uh, about uh, you know being praising God no matter what her circumstance. She's 91 years old. Her, nat her name is Sally Kirkwood. And she asked me, and I'm going to do exactly what she asked me to do. She said, please, she said, P.S., remember uh, in John 3, 3, Jesus said, you must be born again. And so she just wants everybody to recognize John 3, 3, which says this, Jesus replied, I assure you, unless you are born again, you can never see the kingdom of God. And she's right. You know, Nicodemus came to Jesus and said, you're awesome. And the works you do, they're awesome. And you're just an awesome dude. And that's when Jesus gave John 3, 3. So with all this awesomeness, then Jesus goes, you have to be born again. It's like so, it's like so critical. So I want to give her props for bringing that up in the letter. But I want the, the church, the audience, to take upon her, take upon themselves, her burden. Right? She's not rolling in the dough. She's not any of that stuff. I want you just to pray for her that the Lord would encourage her and bless her. She she wants to call in. She doesn't get to call in very often. She writes every every once in a while. And 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 here I want you to be the sharer of the body of Christ. She's ninety one and she loves it. And she's praying for Easton Scott and for everybody else she hears about, which probably means you, whoever you are listening right now. And I want you to pray that the Lord would bless her, and I want you to pray that the Lord would carry her and strengthen her and encourage her. 91-year-old listening to our radio show and loving it. So we have like a 9-year-old who's listened to the show and a 91-year-old. That's a pretty big span. All over the spectrum. <laughs> yeah, we, it does go wide. It does. All right. Now, the last thing I'm going to tell you, because we're going to be done for this, I mean, don't forget, Friday and Monday— will be replaced, even though the one of some of the best replays we've ever done. But we will be in Phoenix uh, ministering and hanging out with family and probably doing a little bit of personal recovery ourselves. Okay? All right. Take a break and then come back. You're listening to the David Spoon Experience right here on KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. Short break. We'll be back. Don't go anywhere. So he gives the conclusion to the matter. He, he, he says in Ecclesiastes 2, I see this too I see is from the hand of God, for without him who can eat or find enjoyment to the person who pleases him, God gives wisdom, knowledge, and happiness. Only in God is there satisfaction. He says this too I see is from the hand of God. Happiness is from the hand of God. Verse 13, Ecclesiastes 3, that each of them may eat, drink, and find satisfaction in their toil. This is the gift of God. Happiness is a gift. Satisfaction is a gift. The graces for appreciating life at its fullness is a gift from God. And apart from God, it cannot be attained. Yaza! We're really going to the mat here, huh? 
So then you might say, okay, David, then what's the conclusion? What do you do then to get that whole process going? If if only God can grant lasting happiness, period, what do we got to do? Ecclesiastes chapter 12, verse 13. Now all has been heard, and here is the conclusion of the matter. Don't you love that? The answer's right here in the same book. And here is the answer. Fear God and keep his commandments, for this is the duty of all mankind. If you want God to grant you the gift of happiness, you fear him and obey his commandments. People are like, oh, no, there's got to be something else. Isn't there medication involved? Isn't there grandchildren involved? Isn't there this involved? Isn't there relationships involved? Isn't there, uh, you know, uh, money involved and power and cars and houses and big TVs? No. Wasn't there food and wine? And what about all the medications? No. Well, what about becoming smart and brilliant and knowing and having degrees? No. You tell me partying doesn't do anything? Correct. You mean building a monument to myself does nothing? Correct. Happiness comes as a gift from God only. And so the conclusion of the matter is simple. Fear God and keep his commandments. This is the duty of mankind. This is the requirement. Now, to fear God is to be in reverence of God. Honor, respect, awe, and appreciation. Every day, are you in honor, respect, awe, and appreciation of God? Yes or no? And do we obey what he tells us to do? You want to be a successful Christian? Do what God says. I'll be a successful Christian. That means X amount of money in the bank. No, it doesn't. Jesus didn't, Jesus didn't die and resurrect a billionaire. I mean, that's just dumb. The David Spin Experience. 770 KAAM, Garland, Dallas, Fort Worth.